welcome to Esserdial Illusions. Our Sundance coverage continues, and I am so excited to have uh, the composer of one of my. I haven't. I haven't listed. I haven't done a complete list of my uh, all-time favorites from the festival thus far. But this is one of my uh, one of the top three that I'm deciding uh, for the 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 number one spot. Uh, Promising Young Woman was just such a spectacular, timely, beautiful narrative that uh, I had the pleasure of reviewing it on Fansided, and I'm so excited to continue to get to talk about it today with, we have Anthony Willis here, who com- did the music for the film. Anthony, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, thank you, Ian, so much for having me. Um, yeah, obviously, it's a really exciting time for the film, and I'm so happy to see the reception um, that Emerald um got for her for her masterpiece here and her vision it's obviously a very different um very different movie than than i think we've we've any of us have seen before um i'm a composer i've i've been in la for about 10 years um and uh i've written on um a lot of a lot of uh hollywood films um and just been very lucky to meet emerald and for her to bring me onto this one so what I really loved about Emerald Fennell's uh, work in this is that she really hit at the heart of uh, we're we're living in the the aftermath of the Me Too era to to look at how the world has changed and in a lot of ways how it how it stays the same and with with promising young woman you have the the sort of the Cassandra Thomas played by Carrie Mulligan is trying to look at what. He flips a lot of the uh, like the trope of the the nice guy right on its head, and you, you, Emerald takes a lot of perceptions that an audience would go into the movie with, and then wants to really do everything she can to flip it all on on its head and create a, a a narrative that really just constantly gets you keeps you guessing. It has you laugh in a lot of uncomfortable situations, and I, I imagine doing the music for something like that. It's got to be uh, uh, really quite a quite a tall order there. Yeah, I mean, Emerald definitely um, pushed all the music in the film. You know, obviously the the use of the songs, uh, which are brilliantly, uh, you know, a lot of them are brilliant new covers um, uh, by Capitol Records, and and it's there's an irony, there's a strong irony to the way the songs are used, and it, and in many ways the score, um, you know, also follows that. But of course, actually, there's you know there's a big sort of fairy tale element of them into the movie, and um, you know Emerald really wanted to push the score to to take you down that path. So the score actually represents this part of the film that you know so much of the film is about perspective and how you're trying to change those perspectives. So a lot of the romantic aspect of the score is perhaps the status quo and how you you know how we we think things are going to be okay and we'll sort of you know uh put a brave face on things and so emerald definitely got me to play with that in the romantic aspect of the the score yeah it uh, and and really the 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 jarring nature of the tone just kind of uh going from well i don't want to i don't want to spoil too much of the movie but um did did you did you find that that uh, em- Emerald's direction and the way that she structured the narrative uh, caused you to sort of think differently from some of your earlier work? Absolutely. I mean, you know, the, this film, there is no rule book for this film in terms of how to do the music. It's it's such a unique 
uh, an original film in, in the way that, well, in, in every way, um, and the cultural impact I think it's going to have, but also just the way that it navigates these genres and, and Emerald really wanted to push that. And, and, uh, and I think that people have been really impressed by how she's handled those, those shifts. Um, and you know, she's deliberately wanting to play with the audience. And, um, so it's certainly very different to anything I've been a part of before. Right. And I know that Emerald, uh, especially at the, the Q and a after the premiere, she was really, actually making a, a lot of the critics jobs very difficult because she was begging us not to not to really uh spoil the heart of the narrative and that's important because it's so important for the audience to go in with a with a fresh perspective and and to not know it's coming but it it, it takes the the film tries to uh sort of uh take bits and pieces from uh kind of an uh homage to uh, revenge narratives, but also to flip it in a way that 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 feels so empowering for women in the in the 21st century that uh, it, there's there's kind of a especially as as it relates to the score this um, constant cool factor that that's there of of that that so fits in. I know people are are so into these days like making soundtracks to their lives and pump up stuff that uh, the score just works so well to uh captivate a lot of uh to capture a lot of cassandra's feelings yeah i mean it's very much um you know it's very much uh, cassie's journey and you know just brilliantly performed um by by carrie mulligan and you know my my sort of first um experience on the film was was emerald sent it to me to watch it and just to see you know what somebody who'd come from a slightly more um you know, orchestral and, and, and uh, traditional scoring background would make of a movie like this and would make of her character um, who, you know, it is so much Cassie's journey. And, um, you know, I was just so struck by the performance and we had conversations about, could there be a through line thematically? Because, you know, there was also a conversation going on about, well, we've got like this really cool, with these really cool pop choices we want to have. And, you know, um, Emerald early on had this idea about, uh, having this very creepy, you know, the most horrendous version of toxic you've, you've ever heard. And that, um, obviously is such an iconic moment. Um, but what really Emerald was looking for from the score was something that was, a would counterbalance the pop songs and not try to live, you know, not try to, to be like the pop songs, but actually really, um, follow, uh, Cassie's emotional narrative. Um, and I wrote, uh, you know, I wrote a theme. I just had this sort of overall writing feeling about the character and, you know, Emerald really wanted to fill, she really wanted to fill the movie with hope and lead the audience down this, this path that, you know, um, you know, that, 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 uh, Cassie's going to work through this trauma. Um, and yeah, so I wrote this theme and that was, that was able to be a through line, whether it was a romantic aspect or, you know, um, even the sort of darker thrillery aspects, uh, of the score. And, you know, that was so inspired by Carrie's amazing performance. Yeah. I, I really, the, the inspiring nature of the narrative really, uh, hit home to me because it's, it's supposed to, and intentionally that's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable because Cassie just that, that kind of protagonist. And, the iconic nature of a lot of the music that was used, uh, uh, besides the score, the, the covers of, uh, as somebody who grew up in the nineties to hear 
a lot of that. I know that a lot of people my age uh, really identify with, uh, still identify with those uh, songs. Britney Spears is somebody who, uh, and a, a lot of us too have grew up in an era where uh, a lot of women like Britney Spears were and Paris Hilton were objectified and uh, not not given credit for the the careers that they built. So for you to come in with your score that that. Uh, both supports that and comes in with a counterbalance. I mean, it really, it 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 just connected on on such a level that um, I, I can't wait for the. I hope I hope the score comes out on vinyl because I'd love to uh, really revisit that and uh, go through all of that that emotional journey again because it just it it connected on on just such a great level. Oh, well, thank you so much. I mean, yeah, there's, there's definitely talks about you know, how we can get the music out and I'm excited, you know, I'm, I'm sure it will come out in some way or, or another. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, you know, obviously the movie comes out in April. Right. Did you find that, uh, in, in crafting uh, a narrative like promising young woman, which has such a, a, a strong relationship with the lead, do you think that crafting a score for a film like that is, uh, different than, than doing something that's more of an ensemble drama? Or, uh, you know, did you really feel like you were crafting Cassie's story or, or just trying to, to fit the fit the tone of the narrative as a whole? Probably a confusing question. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think it's a it's a real dream to have a, a narrative like this that that is so centered um, upon one ca- uh, character's experience. And Emerald really wanted us to stay with with Cassie, you know, throughout um, so yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really interesting to have a character study like this and, you know, especially when the role is so brilliantly written by Emerald and, and so amazingly performed by, by Carrie. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there was some sort of, I think what I wanted to do with the theme was leave you, leave it sort of, leave a, leave a mystery to it. Um, and, you know, I can actually, uh, I can play it a little bit. I don't know how this will will come over but essentially you know you know it sort of leaves you gassing it's harmonically quite mysterious sort of like a barber's pole that it could keep going round which it does in the film yeah that's in its more sort of haunted uh, thrillery way and we you know it's it's done in uh, solo cello and and uh, solo voice um, you know thrillery sort of almost like a ode to a harmon uh, violin violin led uh, melodic score you know, and then I was also anxious to keep, there's an angularity to it, but I was also anxious to keep um, a sense of, uh, of of openness to the harmony. So I had, had an accompaniment that's often just deviating between these two pitches. And then the melody... So 
a little tricky to perform both on the piano, but um, anyway, that was that was a sort of hook, and and it uh, you know it can keep keep going round and round, and then in the more romantic scenes. keeps unfolding so it was a really useful tool to take uh you know to support cassie's emotional journey at any any moment yeah that uh it was so beautiful i i'm so glad that you were able to to share that with us and it also for for listeners who haven't had a chance to see the film and since it only premiered at, at sundance that is probably the vast majority of people the score is just so important in I was about to say underscoring, but I don't like to use the same same word or variation of the word twice in a sentence. It's so important to to really capture the the eeriness. I, I as a as a millennial, I, I identified with you see so much of uh characters like Cassie, not not necessarily in their actual behavior, but the sort of millennial dread and the the feeling of of not quite hopelessness, but how how you uh manage to go out and, and regain control of your life and it's a film about agency and to have have that music in the backdrop just it 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 really it captures so much of uh i I think how so many of us feel as as uh millennials and people trying to uh just figure out how to how to take something resembling control of of our lives in these times that uh, it's very hard to do so yeah that's such an interesting uh observation about about the movie yeah i mean it's i'm so excited for emerald i mean she's worked so hard on this and it's it's just it's very different and yet i think the way that it handles the tone it 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 makes these points and and these lessons um very clear i mean certainly i i defy any well maybe i I shouldn't use the word defy but uh you know, any male to, to not watch it and feel a little uncomfortable. Um, and it, the, the, the narrative is just so strongly delivered and yet it's entertaining and it's, uh, it's soulful. Um, uh, it's impactful. It's inspiring. Um, it's shocking. It's so many things all at the same time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm so excited to see what everybody thinks when it comes out in April and, um, yeah. And so, really honored to be you know have, have been able to be a part of it yeah i'm I'm glad you mentioned uh i mean we've said uh, uh uncomfortable uh, a few times but that's really the the i i feel like in a lot of ways just just the point of of the narrative and also it's it's take on uh this this post me too world because the for so long uh People in power, men in particular, uh, could get away with stuff and, and not really, they, they could feel like they could go on with their lives and not have to deal with any of the consequences for their actions. And in a lot of ways, the movement has been kind of seen as something that, uh, people have uh people complain you see it all the time uh uh saying oh this is just uh you know executions in the the court of public opinion there's no trial and all of that and i i think that's kind of the 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 wrong takeaway and something that emerald really seemed to just grasp 100% was the fact that 
the uncomfortable the uncomfortableness the the nature of that is, is kind of the point because when you are uncomfortable you think twice about this kind of stuff you know you're you're supposed to feel like there's going to be consequences for actions that you do to other people and i i think uh the the way that you're uh playing out the the theme was was just really un- underscoring that so so perfectly it's 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 the whole point yeah well thank you yeah i mean i think it it raises i think the, the film just raises issues not just about um well one of my favorite aspects is just this uh how it how it calls out the you know the silent uh uh the si- the innocent bystander as they say yes. um and I think just in general, it raises this question that we all have to be more accountable to our actions. Everything's so much more open. Um, you know, technology is, is you can't, you can't hide from the way you behave and the way that, um, that perhaps you used to be protected by society's, um, structures. You know, you, you have to be accountable for, for who you are. And, um, that, that I just, I think is really important right now with everything that's going on in the world. And, you know, I mean, just asking me in general about the kind of movies I've been a part of, obviously there, you know, we're so lucky to have uh, these incredible films in our past that inspire us and are often an escape from what's going on. Uh, and those are wonderful. And I certainly love being a part of those, but what's so been so special for me about this film is to actually be a part of something that, that really I think is a, is a commentary on what's going on and what's wrong with our world. Uh, and you know, that there's no greater feeling as an artist of actually being able to support that. Yeah. I think it's, um, really, really such a, a, a timely important movie, but also one that, that has so much fun in the process. I mean, and that's, that's kind of, uh, the, the important thing about film, because if you do something that's that's too heavy handed or too preachy or or doesn't doesn't try tries too hard to to spend its time lecturing the audience they're not going to care they're going to either literally turn off the screen or they're going to look at their phone or they're they're not going to care and uh, emerald's emerald's great gift was that she creates this world that that sucks you in and uh you you feel so many emotions that that it's kind of like she's uh slipping in the the commentary uh with 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 such a sleight of hand that you you don't necessarily uh fully fully grasp it until the credits start rolling and then you can't you can't get it out of your head i mean it's one of the i saw 20 24 films when i was at sundance plus a ton uh earlier oh my gosh that's really the one wow. i keep coming back to yeah it's uh well yeah you just get you get so many that uh there's some thankfully there's none that I'm just uh can't can't remember at all but that one's just the one that I keep thinking yeah that there was just so much to say it's 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 really the one that I I uh, didn't thankfully uh I I thought about wanting to go see it again while I was there but that uh you know you got to see the other 100 movies there but uh one I I just can't can't wait to sit down <laughs> and see again because of just all of all of the the twists and turns but do you want to tell us uh, as we wrap up uh what what's next on the agenda for you uh I am uh having a very lovely post sundance um break having you know been going pretty pretty full on um for about 18 months but I'm 
uh, excited. I'm getting into some, uh, scoring for a beautiful Arabian, uh, camel animation. That's very different to promise young women. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, I'll be able to be able to be a part of some more films like this, um, to be honest. Um, uh, but, uh, it's, it's all sort of, it's all under the radar at the moment. Well, uh, we really appreciate you coming on, Anthony. This has been uh, a, a great interview and one that uh, I, I can't stress enough uh, it, how how just vitally uh, important and necessary this film is and how beautifully it was made. There's really it's one of those films where you sit down to write about it and there's absolutely nothing to critique. It just it, it fired on every cylinder and it uh, hit every note, not only from a score perspective, but just from... Uh, acting the writing the direction it's it's really just a remarkable film amazing ian thank you so much um do you mind actually if there's one more tiny piano bar i could give you awesome yeah let's uh that's a great 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 uh great note to end on Thank you.